You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And folks, this team is fascinatingly bad fascinatingly bad. Normally, I talk to you all about, uh, you know, what happened as far as the game and, and we review things that way. But I think that we just need to go straight into why this team is so interesting in being bad in in, in finding ways to lose and getting creative and looking for new ways to lose. I, I really do because it's, again, this isn't just like a, Oh, this team is not good. This is, again, this is something that I have never seen. Like, never seen. So, I'm, I'm going to talk about that first, and then we'll get into uh, the details of the 71-69 loss to Pitt. Um, so, this team is so interesting in being what they are because they violate so many if-then rules. Right. So, for example, what are what are if then rules for football? For example, when I do Ken's keys, I say, hey, if the team gets X amount of these keys done, they will win the game. Okay, And it is it's so interesting to me because, you know, for different games, it varies. And, and, you know, based on the the, the how how tight or loose they the keys are that's that what is what determines generally how many they need to accomplish as well as how how good their opponent is that's what generally determines how many they need to accomplish this team is so interesting because there is so many times or there have been so many times where you say this if we do this or if we do that or if this goes this way we'll be a-okay we'll be perfectly fine we'll get it done, okay? So, for example, if you look at um, the University of No Consequences game, okay? And most people would say, hey, you know, between um, between Smith, Helms, Sebron, if those three average about 20 apiece, we'll be all right. We'll, this will be a close game. We'll be in in some contention. Here's the interesting thing about it. Darian Sebron had one of his worst games this season, that game. Uh, two points, one for six shooting. But with that being said, Jaquavian Smith went off for 34 on 10 and 21, and Jericho Helms went off for 25 on 9 and 17. Here's the interesting part about those numbers. You combine them all together, you get 61, which breaks down to they put up 20 each. If you look at, if you break down the numbers, add them all up, divided by three, they averaged 20 apiece. And yet we still lost that game by a lot. And the final score does not indicate how bad that blowout was because there were points where we were down, I mean, just massive amounts. And we, down the stretch, they rested everybody because they knew, hey, we've got this one in the bag. And yet and still, 
we still lost that game by a good amount. That is what I mean when I say this team violates if thens. It's it's crazy to me. And and the the thing is, we saw this again tonight to a lesser degree. Okay. So for example, one person would one would look at this game and say, you know, the the reality is John Hughes is their I'm sorry, John Hughley is their their rock, that's their big that He's the guy that if we believe that anybody's going to give us problems, it's going to be him, okay? And he did. He did. 21 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 blocks, 2 steals. He had an excellent game, which was to be expected. But, but, let me explain to you how he factors into this. There was a moment late in the second half. Ebenezer Dewana fouls out of this game, and I, I can't remember the exact time uh, that he fouled out. But he, he fouled out, I want to say, with about um, with about three and a half minutes left. And so, after he fouls out, okay, everybody's thinking, oh, man, if, if Jalen Smith can hold serve, we might be all right here. And I know what you're thinking. This is, this is a situation where, um, of course, there... You're you're asking a tall task of man, right? Like most people would understand that. I'm sorry, he he fought out with three minutes left. When Jalen Gibson comes in, Hughley is going to the free throw line. The game is tied at uh I'm sorry, we're up one point, fifty nine to sixty, after Darian Sebron hit uh back to back back to back layups. This one was um, a potential and one opportunity where we missed a free throw. Now you say to yourself after Ebenezer fouls out at the 253 mark, hey, if we can keep Hughley um, under under wraps, if Gibson can hold serve here, we've got a shot. We can win this game. We, we, we should win this game because objectively, Hughley is their guy. He's where their bread is buttered. And you're talking about having uh, him not stopped, but slowed down to some measure, you think, hey, we're going to be all right here, right? So after those free throws, um, I do not believe Hughley scored again. He got one assist after that. Oh, I'm sorry. He he got a uh, he got a, a couple free throws. So that's it from him. Other than that, not a single, not a single. Uh, not a single, what's what's the word I'm looking for here? Not a single point. So when I see that, I'm thinking to myself, okay, all right, cool. We good. This this should be a, a recipe for a win. Wrong. Wrong. We lost. We lost. It, it is crazy to me to see the way this team does this. There's been so many games where you say, hey, if we do this well, if we stop this team from getting here, if we stop this guy from... Uh, going off in this way, we'll be all right. And we haven't been. We have found creative ways to lose time and time again. And it's it's so heartbreaking because you know that these players want to win. You know that these coaches want to win. Right now, we cannot figure out how to. It is confusing. It is infuriating. But also, it's becoming a little interesting. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
it's becoming a little bit of a moment where you're like, how? How do we do this? And granted, no disrespect to Jalen Gibson. He has done uh, some good things. As I've said, since that Syracuse game, he's been much improved. Much improved, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But with that in mind now, I I don't understand how you see what we have, you see what is going on, and you say to yourself, well, um, this, this adds up. This tracks. Again, there's it's it's confusing to me because in this game, you had uh, Sebron and Helms playing pretty good ball. 17 from Sebron, three assists, no turnovers, one steal, five rebounds. You had 10 from Helms, but then Terquavion Smith seems to be in a little bit of a cold streak. But even still, he's starting to figure out other ways to impact the game. So to me, while he was not shooting the ball well, this to me was his best game of not shooting well of the year. He had uh, he had six points, six assists, seven rebounds, one block, two steals. He was very active in more ways than just his scoring from deep. And that to me, that is where this team's bread is buttered. That is where they're going to find um, success, not this year, but going forward in the future. And getting Terquavian to understand, you are so much more than just your scoring, than just your three-point shooting ability. But you got to tap into that. You got to have the desire to lean into that and be that. And I'm betting that he continues being that in the future. But who knows? We'll see. And if you're better, go to betonline.net. I'm sorry, betonline.net. Football might be over this season, but basketball is fun. And it is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. For all the latest odds, totals, players, performance props, to where to find the next coach, where the next fire coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC, all types of odds, right to Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about Trends and actions. Bet online where the game starts. So now let's let's get into the the finite details of, of how this game was lost. Um, long story short, we we had a lot from Thomas Allen tonight. He uh, was second in all scores behind Sebron with fourteen on four of nine shooting, four of seven uh, from deep, and. This this brings me back to such an interesting thing that I said before in that he needs to just shoot the ball more. He needs to just have the confidence to say, hey, we're going to shoot more. I'm, I'm going to shoot more. I'm going to figure this thing out because he's an elder statesman. He's going to take the good shots. He's going to be where he's supposed to be. We need to do that. And there was a lot of folks talking about the inability to rebound a little bit today, but that has to be accepted as part of what Keats does, realistically. I know it sucks. It sucks to have Tequavian Smith be our leading rebounder. But that kind of has to be accepted partially. But also with that, Ebenezer Dewan and Jalen Gibson have to had to do more on the boards. Had to. 
had to. For those two, for our two true bigs to combine for two rebounds, that is flatly astonishing. Flatly astonishing. In 40 minutes on the court, they combined for two rebounds. I I don't really have words for such a performance from our bigs. I really don't. And again, it would be different if we had a lot of areas that we could look at as far as our bigs went to say, you know what, they may not have been super effective on the boards, but they gave us this or they gave us that. Offensively, they combined for four. No, I'm sorry. They combined for nine points. Passing the ball. They did not have an assist. I mean, what blocks? Sure, they had four between the two of them. But that's not enough to make up for the lack of all the other things. It really and truly is not. It really and truly is not. And uh, other than Hughley, um, Burton and Horton were the main two that really killed us uh, from Pitt. Both of them had 17. And um, this, again, this is a situation where as a team, we are, we, are not, uh, we are not finding ways to win. Instead, it's the exact opposite. Things that just don't add up, things that just don't track. You know, normally Coach Key says they shot the ball super well when after a loss. This pit team shot 40% from the field. They were not world-beatingly hot. They shot 28.6% from three. Again, not world-beatingly hot. By no stretch of the imagination. As a matter of fact, we shot a lot better than them from from three. Now, of course, a team going 23 or 25 from the line, especially a big going uh, 13 or 15, isn't something you see coming, sure. But when you look at this pit team and what they've done all year, getting to the line has been one of the key features of their offense. Finding ways to get to the line has been one of the ways by which they have found any offensive rhythm all year. So for us to not be able to stop dribble jobs, for us to not be able to um, cut off the lane and, and make something happen as far as making them have to drive and dish and, and hit shots is astounding to me. Them not packing the paint in, astounding to me. Astounding. Because again, the, the data shows by a mile, all you have to do, all you have to do is, is stop this team from getting to the rim more or less. And you'll be okay. And granted, that's harder, easier said than done. Much easier said than done with a big like you on the case, with uh, with you know some of the with some of the guys they have that can drive the ball the way they do. It's never going to be easy. But for us to have no answer but fouling for these guys, it's it's embarrassing. It really is. It really is. And only three players from Pitt took foul shots, so. That should tell you it's not everybody driving. It is just a certain few that are uh, primary ball handlers getting to the lane, making things happen, and, of course, uh, the big who the offense more or less runs through. But, again, good teams find ways to win. 
Bad teams do the inverse. They look for a way. They find a way. If they have nothing else, they will find a way to sell a game. They'll find a way. And again, it's, it's, it's very, very tough, very disheartening to see, but it's what, where we are this season. I was in a, uh, a Twitter space after the game uh, with the Red and White Pod, and, you know, folks were talking about their different gripes with the team and, and what uh, pe- different people think the problem is. And the, the interesting thing about this team to me is there are so many problems as far as health goes, as far as lack of bigs goes, as far as um, lack of a pure point goes, I would like to see more of the young guys going forward. And I know what you're thinking. Why, if you're seeing all these problems, would you like to see the young guys going forward? I'm going to take you back to my cast tech days as I often do. It is freshman year. Um, we are about to play the number one team in the state at the time. At at that time, Cast Tech was not very good. We had put out some All-Americans and all that, but we were not, as a team, as a collective, as a unit, known for dominating, known for winning games like that. So we go on to play this team. And we, well, before we play this team, actually, let me take it back. Before we play this team, our coach is seeing a lack of effort. In, in practice. And this was after a loss. And so the head coach says, you know what? Seniors, get off the field. Old guys, y'all have had your turn. Get off the field. If I am going to lose, I'm going to lose with a new regime where we can establish new, uh, a new system, a new way of doing things all out. I'm, I'm not going to keep losing with y'all the same way that we lost all season. That team went on to upset the number one team in the state. And they didn't win states that we didn't win states that year. We didn't get particularly deep that year either. We lost in the next round. But the reality is, if I'm looking at that and I'm saying, well, how can that apply to this team? Put in the young bloods. Let them get a lot of run because at the end of the day, you you don't want to lose with the guys who it, it doesn't make sense to lose with a bunch of elder statesmen. It doesn't make sense. Give Breon Pass some run. Give him some run. Let him Throw him out there. Let's see what he can do. See if Jalen Gibson's performance against Syracuse was just a fluke or if he needs more minutes. At this point, I'm leaning towards it was a fluke, but give him full latitude to say, hey, you're the starter tonight. Make it happen. Make it the, the the long story short of it is, at this point in time, the season lost. There's no chance of us getting into any tournament, anything like that. There's It's not happening. Let's embolden some of our young guys so that coming back next year, they can say, I've seen this. I've seen this. I've seen this in real life time, game time. I've seen what I'm good at in, in real life game time, as opposed to having them completely clueless uh, at the start of next year as far as what game speed looks like. Okay, that's just that's just my idea on this team because at this point people are clamoring for a true pure point guard. Let Breon pass at it. Let's see what he can do. Let's see. Well, he can't hurt us, right? Anywho, I'm listen. I I told myself that I was gonna say nicer things about this team and be super kind and fluffy. It's been hard. 
it's been really hard to do so, especially when we lose to a pit team for the first time since I was a sophomore in college. You heard that right. I was a sophomore in college last night. I'm 26 now. <laughs> I, again, I, I said I was going to say nice things. I almost made it my New Year's resolution, and yet here we are. And it's that time of the year where most folks have given up on their New Year's resolution. But if yours revolves around eating healthier, being good to your body, make sure that you do so with Built Bar. It's easy to stick with those eating um with those eating resolutions because Built Bar tastes so good, you'll want to eat it. Have you tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat. And they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. So it's it's delicious, you have to try it. These are gonna be your new favorite. If they're not already that. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, puffs included. That is 100% real chocolate. Low calorie, high protein. Uh, You need to replace the candy bars in your stash with these. Because typical candy can contain three to 400. um, Or 300 and some odd calories. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built. Dot com. So how do I put a bow on an episode like this? We're about to land this thing, Wolfpack Nation. We are. But how do I put a bow on an episode like this? There are a lot of people calling for Keith's head. And again, I'm moving closer and closer to the camp of where I'm like, you know, wouldn't be mad at it. Wouldn't be mad at it because there's, it's, it's an endless stream of disappointment. And there are so many fans saying they're becoming apathetic. I completely get it. I'm not going to be mad at anybody. I I get it. I get it. Because to me, apathy is one of the worst things that you could possibly have. Because you're, as a as a university, as an institution, as on the recruiting trail, if you and your university have a good amount of apathy, you can't sell certain things that you would need to in order to secure those top players. And that's just the reality. If we can't recruit the top players... And we don't have a great offensive system, great schemes that are going to get folks wide open all day. What are we going to do? What are we, what's, you're setting yourself up for failure and not just failure, but failure in perpetuity. All right. Thank you all so very much for coming out. I appreciate it every single time. Y'all make this show what it is. Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go pack. You are locked on NC State. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.